Welcome to the 23rd episode of Ponies, Puppies, Peonies, and Pick-Me-Ups. A podcast about a married couple trying to take care of a horse farm without getting overly snarky with one another. Indeed, sometimes it works. Yeah. Right. <laughs> hey everyone, it's been a little while since we actually did a podcast. So we The last one we split into two. Yeah, we did, definitely. And then And we're not going to make any promises in terms of when the next episode No, comes. because we obviously fall through on our promises. Yeah. Um cuz one of us in our household is overly optimistic about time. Yeah, right. Indeed. So we're going to start with the top of the order, which is ponies. Then we go through puppies, peonies, pick-me-ups, and then we'll do a couple extra, which is like poultry and putty cats, and you're going to hear whistling of the dog in the background. Yeah, Aria. Perhaps. That's our puppy. Yeah. And we're just going to ignore it if we can. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So the puppies. Um, No, no. No. Puppies. Ponies. Horses. The horses. So let's see. We have been riding a bit, um, but the ground's been really hard because we're in kind of a drought. Yeah, so uh, in our last uh, episode, which we um, did in May, it was a real dry spring. And uh, we're on the edge of the Blue Ridge in northern Virginia. uh, And typically the rains come over and come right through and we get get rains. Like when we first moved here, the first couple years, we were getting rain regularly. But uh, with the shift in the... The, I guess the airstreams and um, this past summer and with probably El Nino impacting it, it's been very dry um, throughout the summer. But we have had enough rain to keep, uh, we watched the um, U.S. Geologic Survey um, uh, website, uh, the drought monitor website for Virginia, and we've survived the summer at, at kind of like a moderate drought level, but uh, right now we're at severe drought and um, looks like we might get some rain coming up. But yeah, I mean, as a result, like in the summer, typically we'll go out and we'll have days where we have really muddy fields and other days where it's it's not, not overly hard. But overall the summer, it's been a, a hard kind of uh, ground for the paddocks up in the ring, etc. Yeah, so... But we've been trying to ride, um, and we've been trying to not pound on the horses because, like I said, the ground is pretty hard and it's like cement. But, anyways, let's move. Let's talk about Gigi a little bit. Yeah, so, you've been working her. So, yeah, uh, one other thing I want to say is that we have been, um, to your point, we have been riding. So, like on the weekends, we're we're generally getting in Saturday, Sunday, and even sometimes during the week. And one thing that's helped is we've tried morning riding on the yeah. really hot days, except for today. Yeah. Because we're doing the well, podcast. Well, it's, it's cooling, cooling down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. So Talk about this. I'm going to go talk to Aria real okay, quickly. Okay, cool. So basically, um, Gigi has been in work, and um, she's been getting better, but she does have very much up and down. So um, she definitely, when she goes into season, um, is kind of a monster under saddle, to be quite frank. Um, so she's kind of a monster going into season. And then she's kind of a monster for the couple days while she's in season. And then she's lovely to ride. So um, at least I'm being able to uh, monitor and kind of figuring out the um, why she's having some uh, very sassy moments under saddle. Um, but she's been relatively good. Um, she's never been a big fan of going for like hacking around the property. She likes to like know her surroundings, go up to the ring, do her thing. 
Um, but recently, she's all of a sudden decided, I think she's a little burnt out on the grass ring, so she decided that she would like to explore the world a little bit more. So um, when she is happy and willing, we definitely go for walks around the property. Yeah, we've gone um, on some of those weekend rides. I'll, I'll ride James, and then you'll ride Guinness, and then you'll get on Gigi. Well, sometimes you ride Guinness if James isn't yeah, if, lost his shoe. If James has, we're waiting for his shoes to get done. Um, but I think when Gigi's not in season, meaning yeah. that she's like not amped up and hormonal, um, she and she's been pretty relaxed going up the road. Kind of, we're trying to expand it out a little bit so that um, it's a new experience that she's getting used to. But we don't want to go too far where if something goes nervous, wrong and she yeah. gets nervous, and then the whole thing's off the table for. Her weeks yeah. or months at a time yeah she's not she like if she has a bad experience she holds on to it so you got to yeah. kind of like measure that but one of the things that we did get is i discovered that she really 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 hated the tag coffin saddle my tag coffin's older tag um, coffin is a saddle brand yeah and um she didn't like it very much and so we went on the hunt for a new saddle um a gift from kevin and found one but it it's a cwd so it's going lovely. to um local um uh, tax shops that yeah. have like consignment of yeah. people that bought sale because i don't know how people have seven to ten thousand dollars to drop on a new saddle but so we're, people we're looking do for, we're looking for bargains we're looking for bargains cheap saddles but anyway so i took out a cwd and the reason why i went with cwd at first was because um she seemed to really like the saddle which was the cwd that lisa trained her in um and so i was like well maybe we'll go back to that and lo and behold the first one i took out on trial she loved and it squeaked like a squeaky toy the, yeah, the it, knee roll it, it fit her well but mm. yeah and you didn't realize it squeaked until you went yeah. up to the ring and, and i almost died it just um, um there's some type of air pocket. Yeah, there is. So I rode in it. I hoped that she would get better with it. Um, I ended up being like, I can't deal with the squeak. It was driving me crazy because yeah. you could hear the wind going in and out of the knee flap every time like you would post. But otherwise, it was a nice saddle. It was a lovely it was like saddle. Fairly new and so, moderately priced. Anyways, I brought it back. I was like, the saddle squeaks. And then I took out a bunch of other ones for trial, which she proceeded to tell me exactly how she felt about those saddles. She didn't like any she of them. She was really pissy. And in fact, she was pissy enough that she like held on to it the next day. She was like, I don't like this saddle. I put the tad back on her and she was like, I still, I don't like anything. Yeah. And then I gave up and I went back to the tech shop and I was like... You gave up in a very emotional, dramatic way. I did. I did. <laughs> Between I, us. Yes, I did. Because I, I was like... I don't understand why people can afford a new saddles. Anyways, so I went and went back and was going to return the two, two that didn't work. And I was going to try to see if I can find another one. And then I just broke down and took the saddle again. And I put, I put noise-canceling ear things on her. And she actually really, really liked it. So what we decided to do is... I'll put the noise canceling things on her for a while, and then once she, once I can figure out how to stop the squeak in the knee roll, um, I'll address that. Yeah, I mean it's it's like something that you hear a noise 
multiple times you kind of tone it out so it starts to just you don't even recognize it but it's we have to look at like we should be able to make a cut in the side without yeah. doing damage to the saddle to yeah to eliminate the the or at least expand out the place where the air is coming through that's yeah. making the whistling noise <laughs> yeah it's crazy but she loves the saddle and if it's a yeah, really well it's good and you and haven't had a good saddle for her since we've had her no and the fact of the matter is like it's it fits her so well that like I only have to use one saddle pad on her and when you take it off there's like a complete sweat mark it's not like any of these weird pressure points yeah. and i know some people will argue with me that those those dry spots don't matter but like in this case she's it looks it's, great it's on a her. good fit yeah yeah and it's a good fit for me too yeah so anyways that was um you know not exactly i was like not gonna buy it but then i was like i, I I'm, you know, trying try one more time. Yeah, trying one more time and trying new saddles out to find one that work is just a pain in the neck after a while. So I gave in. Yeah. Um, the yeah. other thing that. Um, you want to talk Risa? Well, no. The paddock? Oh, yeah, we can. We can talk about Risa. So um, Risa has been in a, like, an in and out situation, which she kind of likes. She likes to be able to go out into a little tiny paddock and then go between two stalls. Um, all day long. And it's a dry lot yeah. because she can't eat a lot of grass because of the sugars in it and foundering yeah. and we just impacting don't wanna, her yeah. hooves and all that. So we're trying to slowly introduce her back. Yeah. Um, and this, a lot of this isn't her. A lot of this is me. Like I've just been overly cautious about, um, progressing with her. I just want to go slow. So we have fun with her again. Um, so anyways, I've been putting up for my birthday. My father was kind enough to help chip in and he bought me some electric fencing. Yay. Birthday gift. Which is just like, um, tape, tape, electric tape, like a, rather than a wood board, you just have posts that you run the electric mm -hmm. tape through. So it fences in, but yeah. it's got a slight electrical charge. Like I can, we were out there yesterday testing and I can you touch it. It's just, um, just a pulsing, yeah. like, a small charge charge it's not mm -hmm. but for a horse if it it's just gonna frighten it a little so bit so the, it's not to go th yeah. any further so the small paddock is inside a larger paddock but we just wanted to make it so she you know she didn't have full grazing ability everywhere and a backup in case for whatever reason she gets bold and is over able yeah. to overtake the electric fence yeah. she's still in a, a in larger a paddock, paddock. Um, so they were step-in posts, and then we got a new charger box, and I sunk the ground rod, and I figured out, because I haven't done tape before, we've always done the electric wire, or the, yeah, the electric wire, so the tape was new for me to figure out how to hook it up to the box, and it worked out really well. Um, so we're going to turn around today. It'll be fun. Yeah, and we can just keep the grass tightly mowed yeah. so that there's not a lot, a lot of sugar yeah. that and she can or a lot of grass to get eat so that she can get the sugar. Yeah, and then there's James. Well, the other thing I want to mention, we've talked about it, that she's a cribber, mm -hmm. which means like the, they'll chew on wood or metal sucking in air. It just gives them a sense of satisfaction. A high. Yeah. Um, and so this will prevent her cribbing because she's yeah. not able to crib on the electric tape. Yeah. So it helps address that as yeah, well. Yeah, it definitely does. So... And it's, um, we're putting her in our own paddock. Gigi's still going to have her own paddock and, and the boys, and they can all see each other yeah. while we're doing it. So they'll all be back yeah. together, kind of the herd. Yeah. 
the herd will be back together. Um, and then James. James has just been ha- – we're having trouble with weight on him again. I don't know. We've tried a bunch of different things. He's getting a ton of food. Like, I mean, he gets – he always has food left over in his box. We've done um, – I've done the hay. Ulcer Guard. He has hay. He has alfalfa. Anyway, so we're getting his teeth done, so I'm hoping that that will help a little bit too. And then he, we put him on cool calories, but he doesn't seem to like it very much. Uh-huh. He doesn't. He leaves it behind, so that doesn't help when you're paying. And then um, I also tried. And we give him alfalfa too. We yeah. always have. Yeah, we always have. And then, like, like last year, he was really a good weight. I mean, he was really. Yeah. I mean, he's not emaciated, but he's. Oh no no no. He's uh, he's not how I like to see the horses. He's not, yeah, he's not really yeah packing in, but uh, he's he's thinner than he was last year. Yeah, definitely. So we're we're just we're working on it, trying to figure out what the magic ingredient is for him. Well, and now the the grass in the paddocks is dry. Yeah, so that's the other problem. So there may not be as much grass to eat either. Yeah, so maybe we need to put out some hay. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the other thing. We're gonna need to get more hay for the yeah. fall. Shortly. So that's kind of good. Um, Guinness has been steady state. Yeah, he has. I need to clip him. Yeah, he's... Uh, he's an old man. It starts... I mean, it, it's heading fall. into fall and usually it starts to cool down. Last week was really hot. Yeah. But um, I think this week is going to be cooler. Yeah. So they're starting to uh, get their winter coat coming in. And when the, the days are hot, it really makes them sweat. Yeah, definitely. So I think that's pretty much it with the horses. Um, uh-huh. I just, I need to yeah. stay focused this year and keep them going through the winter. And then on the puppies, dog front, um, we went through a period uh, probably about a month ago where there was some type of virus. Everybody's mm-hmm. been inoculated for the flu, so it wasn't that. But um, Obi once a summer, usually eats something outside that makes him sick, and then he can't keep food down, and... Uh, you just have to keep an eye on and make sure you get them outside fast enough. Otherwise, you have messes to clean up. But there were a couple nights where he was waking us up, and we had to let him out, and we had accidents in the house during the day sometimes. And then um, he was starting to get better, but uh, he still was not getting right as fast as he has in the past. So I had taken him to the... Um, vet and they tested his blood everything was fine i think it just was a a bad uh something or other that he got in but then elvis started having the problem and and then wicket and then aria a little bit so they must have gotten something um obi got better i mean we were thinking that obi might be on like the uh the downturn but he's uh perfectly fine now and worked through everybody's fine and so we have um have overcome that yeah um already got a new vet yeah so we're trying the vet we go to is a we've gone to since we've gotten here they're they're a 24 by 7 um vet and they they that's really their specialty so it's like we don't we want to have a a vet that we've like they yeah they we know the exact vet we're coming to and yeah so, uh, I think, I think and before we mentioned Dr. Hill and how oh, yes. wonderful she was, but yeah. she actually moved on to another practice, but it's too far away. And we were just really lucky when we first got here yeah, that she, when she we were going to that vet office that we were able to get her all the time. Yeah. Um, but now we're not. And we, d- we just haven't 
formed a relationship with any of the vets yeah. there. And they're all nice. I mean, yeah. we're not complaining, but it just, no. we, we want something where just one, yeah, one person like consistency, a little bit more consistency. So I decided to try hoof and paw and they were lovely. They were super lovely. Yeah. Um, and so, I like it there. So since we have Ario as the new dog, she's just one year old, start her out fresh and then yeah. slowly move the other dogs over. And then we'll still have the 24 by seven option, uh, another uh, emergency vet. So it's not like we lose anything, but yeah. So that was good. Um, I think that's about it for the puppies. Like they all seem like yeah. they're pretty. The, I think the big big topic is the peonies, which is actually all the uh, outdoor all stuff. The, yeah, gardening, yeah. the flowers. So first I want to circle back on episode 22 when we talked about our beautiful butterfly bushes. Um, when we did a road trip up to Massachusetts. Back to, in uh, right before July 4th. Yeah, yeah, end of June. We did a road trip up to Massachusetts to celebrate um, my friend Gabrielle's son's graduation. Um, and when we were on our way up, we went up, we would decide to listen to podcasts. Yeah. Or try to, try it, to find some podcasts. No, it's, it's good because you're just like going like highway miles and it's like, yeah. and you don't want to just listen to music all the time. So, yeah. um, we, we listened. So we were searching around and we listened found. Listen to some John Stewart and yeah. then. But this one that is fair, really popular. It's called um, Stuff You Should Know. And it's just random topics. I don't know how they pick them, but they're random topics. It's two guys. They have And they have research assistants, assistants. And they just take a topic. Um, and the one, I think the first one I was listening to with you was the about butterflies. Yes. And, and moths. We and were all excited about it. And then um, episode 22. Too, we actually mentioned our beautiful butterfly bushes, which we found out are almost murder bushes for yeah, butterflies. Yeah, like they're beautiful. Like we got, uh, when we first moved here in uh, 20, we bought two uh, really dark purple butterfly bushes. We have them right outside the deck. That This year they are gorgeous. Gorgeous, yeah. And they're drawing butterflies in. Yeah. But talk to them what they, they so said on the podcast. So basically when they were doing their the podcast, they were saying that like um, basically – People plant these butterfly bushes, and yes, the butterflies love them, but it makes the butterflies fat and happy and lazy, and they don't actually do the migratory path to, where is it, in Mexico or someplace? Well, so, yeah, it depends someplace. on where different places Wherever. for different butterflies. And so they're not doing the natural thing. They, so they hang around too long. They hang around too long. Because they've got plenty of food. Yes, and so they were saying that like things like that, um, are not uh, they see they're all good intentions yeah. because you want to give them food and so and so forth, but because they bloom later and so and so forth they. But the other thing that's interesting because we really like them like along the highways in the middle of the the median they've been putting like wildflower gardens yeah but and it's like them. yeah oh that's that's awesome that's a great idea but what they were saying is yeah it draws the butterflies there and the the pollinators, but then they're in like the in between like a busy highway yeah and they're like getting killed like trying to get outside of the median. Oh, so anyways, all good intentions. Good intentions, best intentions. But right? I, I just wanted to circle back on the butterfly bush, and I also wanted to mention that for people that are driving long distances, that we found that there's a lot of different episodes on stuff you should know. Oh, and it's like they've probably got like a thousand episodes Yeah, and there are some interesting points. I The horse one, I wasn't 100% on yeah, board it wasn't with as, veterinary as a, medicine, but... Um, but that's okay. Like, you're yeah. going to take some and you're going to leave some, right? Yeah. So, um, highly recommend that podcast. Um, 
Moving on though, uh, so we've had some successes and some a lot of failures on um, planting again this year. Yeah, so last episode we talked about the win- some of the winter planting that we thought had frozen out and then in the spring it came back uh, really strongly. And then uh, we cleaned out the, the most of the beds, uh, Kelly planted a lot and then expanded out the garden we talked about and Kelly put a lot of um, uh, bags down there, um, uh, growing bags. Yeah. And we've had some successes and some that just didn't take off. Like, um, the, the, talk about the cantaloupes. So I got these, um, I think they're called from Renee's Seeds. They were miniature cantaloupes. They're miniature climbing cantaloupes. And I didn't have the climbing portion down, but I let them climb. Instead of up, they climbed out. And those cantaloupes, Amazing. Yeah. They were so delicious. They're these little one serving cantaloupes. They're like a single serve pizza. Oh, it was, they're so good. My, yeah. I gave one, I had the last one of the crop. I gave it to my parents. My parents loved it. They're just a, like a little bigger than an apple. Yeah. And then they're but delicious. Got, yeah. And they were super sweet and they yeah. smelled great. So had really good success with those. Yeah. My watermelons, there seems to be a couple of them growing. Those are also smaller ones, yeah. variety. Um, Last but, year we had, a, uh, a, a a huge volume of zucchinis. Zucchinis. This year we got like three. And then uh, two year, the first year we moved in here, we had a boatload of peppers. cucumbers and, and cucumbers. peppers. And we're getting some peppers, but the cucumbers are, I, I don't know what, what has changed. Yeah. This year the cucumbers, like they didn't even green up. They yeah. just turned yellow. We just can't um, get the... Yeah, but we had success to share with tomatoes, whereas last year we didn't. Yeah, we have had... Um, it, it's essentially just a single uh, tomato bed. Yeah. Um, Probably too many tomatoes. We're going to do a little less tomatoes next year. And then you were disappointed because and it happened last year, too. We had planted... And they're really spring and, and fall crops. We planted the Brussels sprouts and, and broccoli, and they started off well. Yeah, but they never came we to We always get this, uh, it's like a harlequin bug or something that yeah. um, kills. So we're going to plant some more in the next few weeks as Just we're heading into see, fall. See what we can do. Um, hopefully the bugs will be less, uh, yeah. less happy. Um, let's see. No success with pumpkins. Well, one. I got one pumpkin. Yeah, it, it's a moderate size. But that's the thing that... Um, Kelly was talking about we're going to start this fall um, tilling. Start tilling uh, the rows where we have the bags, and then just start putting these things in the ground. Yeah, we've done some ground stuff in the past, and again, different different levels of success. Yeah, because even the zucchini in the ground didn't get as many zucchinis as I would have hoped it. Yeah, would. so we have to look at the nutrients. We don't want to do chemicals, but we try to keep everything organic. Yeah. so we'll see what we do. And then I was I complained about our sunflowers in the last episode. Oh yeah, they uh, they weren't taken off, but now yeah, uh, they're a little better. Yeah, you had really nice ones. You had a nice yeah. one in, in the, front of the barn, and that one in front of the house too. Yeah, so. uh, and then you had both the yellow and the the burnt orange. Yeah, those ones are pretty. I yeah. like the the burnt orange ones. Yeah. Um. So those were good. We we started getting them, and then our fig tree we thought was dead. Every year, so this climate, we you plant a fig tree, it never really establishes as a tree because of the some of the cold snaps you have in the winter but it it essentially can thrive as a bush and it just sends up new stocks each summer and last year we thought it was like dead dead and then like again august time frame it it 
it came to life and we got some figs out of it. And it's uh, similar this year. Um, I think this year, though, what we're going to do that's different is we're going to cut it yeah, back. Yeah, you were reading about Yeah, just, we just really need to cut it back, all, especially the dead growth in yeah. there, and just kind of trim it and up. And we've kind of been watching that year over year, and yeah. we didn't want to cut things that might get sprouts yeah. the following year. But now it's just we're going to essentially uh, take it down to... Um, it's kind of core. Yeah. And I, oh, the other thing that I had bought like early, I bought it last year and then I was just kind of wasn't sure how to do it was I bought those root ball, those plastic root ball things. Yeah. And, um, to get a grafting off of the camellia. Outside, outside. Which is, it's, it's interesting because it blooms in the fall Mm -hmm. when most everything else blooms in the spring and summer. And we don't see a lot of them. No, we would think they'd be pretty popular. So I have um, actually four root balls, different sizes, on the camellia. We have a pink and we have a white, um, and I'm hoping that they actually root, and then I can, um, well, give one to my parents definitely, yeah. And then um, maybe, you know, give some. And if I have success, then I'll do more, and maybe I can um, gift them or sell them to people yeah. in the future. So that's another project that we were kind of working on, and then. We, for our anniversary... Fourth anniversary, one of the symbols is like plants. Yeah. So I got Kelly some bonsai trees. He definitely did. He got me bonsai trees. And it's not just like a typical bonsai. I got her a um, um, pomegranate pomegranate bonsai. And then... A willow. A willow. And and then we have the mini wisteria bonsais that are being... Um, stratified right now in the refrigerator because mm-hmm. they were from seed. So um, we're going to see if we can plant those as well. And we bought a regular wisteria. We did. Uh, we're putting some additional flower boxes out front and we're going to build a... We've yeah. got some lights and going to build a structure for the wisteria to grow into. Yeah. So um, that we need to maybe do next weekend to get it into the ground before, yeah, before the, the cold snap. It gets too cold. But um, the other thing that we did, we also bought these beautiful, what were they called, hydrangea? Fire? Um, yeah, if, uh, I'll look it up. Um, yeah. They but were... it's like, a, it's not the typical white, not the typical pink. It's like a gradation of yeah. between white and pink. And it's almost like a lace cap hydrangea, not a, um, you know, the big round balls. It's kind of more yeah. um, cone-like. And so we bought one. And then nice. Uh, I mean, big, big one, and we we have to get better about putting things in the ground faster. But it's fine. Um, it will be fine. Oh, uh, there we we've bought some early in the summer and then didn't get them planted till the fall, and they came back and yeah. thrive. So uh, and the ones that we planted, like I mentioned in the last episode, have come back the, really well um, with nice big pink balls on them. But um, we ended up buying three. Fire, oh. Firelight. Firelight. Okay, we ended up buying three. Um, a big one and two small ones. We're going to attempt to plant one of the smaller ones with a lot of dirt around it to see if we can get it to take in the area that is mostly driveway um, that we are trying to make a garden area out of. Um, we'll see if it works. Yeah, and we bought them at this garden center. I'll get the name of it in Percival, Virginia. Spencer's. Uh, yeah, I'll find it. But yeah. uh, they we've been recently. The last episode we talked about... Uh, just finding some local garden centers that like they it's pretty impressive yeah and so we ended up buying them there and then we um we bought a stone horse 
It's the most it's, inexpensive animal we have on the property. Well, we were looking for a St. Francis. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a yeah. nice, uh, again, it's this um, uh, garden center in Percival, which I'm going to tell you the name of here in a second. Anyhow, they have a, a wide selection of uh, cement uh, garden ornaments. Last, yeah. last year, we bought a elephant and yeah. a Buddha, and then we wanted a St. Francis, which found a nice one. Yeah. Uh, and it, we, we wanted we, one without a cross. And we were putting it, animals. well, we wanted with the animals, and we uh, were looking for something that would fit within the um, um, the right place in the, the farm, like we have. And we put it in the front yard, and it's perfectly placed. Yeah. Um, we almost moved Buddha, but Buddha looked like it was a little too happy where it was, and we thought we might tick off Buddha if we moved Buddha. Yeah. And we don't want to piss off Buddha. Because yeah, that would be really don't, bad. Don't want to piss off St. Francis either. No, so. either. So we've got like we got dueling religions here. <laughs> uh, Aber, Abernathy and Spencer Greenhouse and Garden Center in Percival. Yeah, it's, beautiful stuff. Yeah, they high quality stuff. And um, so when we were there, we got we bought the St. Francis and we bought the hydrangea on the same day. And then we saw this horse, and we thought it was going to be like super expensive, and it was like, like a two foot high. What'd yeah. you say? Two foot, two and a half foot high. And it's like a miniature pony. Yeah, or it's a about, pony. Yeah, and we thought, well, there's no way we're going to be able to afford it. They checked it. It was like under 200. Yeah. Uh, which is still expensive, but it was like, it was, it would it be nice. It was about the price of the, the St. Francis. The St. Francis wasn't, it was a little bit more, but not yeah. too, too much. And so we thought about it and we thought, well, that, that would look nice at the front of the property. And then we went back the next, we just committed, we're going to do it. Uh, sink the cost and they helped load it on the truck holy crap <laughs> and it took forever because we didn't want to break anything and then it was in the back of the truck and we were like what are we gonna do so we got home yeah and, and so we left it in there for a few days because we were like i don't know what to do with we them. knew we had the tractor and we thought well we'll figure something out with the tractor because it's heavy yeah and uh it was a lot when the next Saturday, we... We wiggled it out, and we used the bucket in the tractor, which made my father really happy, because we have not been using yeah. the tractor, aside from mowing. We yeah. just... I don't know. Like, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I, it's pretty, and it's orange, and I don't want to make it dirty. Yeah. I, and we're it's expensive. It we're using but it now. But we're using more. it now. I, I broke... It, like, broke the seal once yeah. we did this, and I was like, okay, we got to start using it. So using it But move. we teamworked without killing each other uh-huh. which is good got yeah. it down the driveway we got, were only a little bit snarky with got, each other got it out yet. of the truck got it down the driveway uh slowly positioned it slowly walked it into place and yeah it was good it was perfect and so then the horses were afraid of it yeah so we when we walked the horses <laughs> out the driveway to go up the le- up the yeah up the lane um they they couldn't figure out what it was and no. James finally came around to it and went over and sniffed it and bumped his nose on it, thinking it was softer than it was. But then he just realized it's just stone. And then Gigi wanted to go by it, but eventually you walked her over to yeah. it. And then Guinness was afraid of it, which yeah. is funny. I was disappointed in Guinnesses. But, um, uh, yeah. yeah. It's so nice. it, it's perfect. So um, We cleared out all the brush from the yep. pine tree using the tractor. The pine tree we talked yeah, about last, last episode where we cut it down. We just had piles of branches yeah. that we hadn't gotten to all summer. We finally got those out. Yeah. And then um, we also bought a new raised planter the other day. So mm-hmm. we're going to try. The one I want to find is the one that you can put the little sun dome, the greenhouse on top of it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I might need to search around tractor supplies to see if we can buy the kit together. Yeah. Um, because I think maybe then we can get like maybe some food a little longer, right? Lettuce. Maybe? Yeah. All right. So that's, um, that's the peonies portion. Yeah. And then the pick me ups, um, there is this amazing plum, plum liqueur. liqueur. Yeah. I know my, my dad saw it on all places, Facebook. Facebook. Um, and he saw it was purple. And then it makes a purpley drink. Uh-huh. And he was like, I need to buy it for Kelly. It's called Ume. Ume. And it was great. Um, my parents had tried it because they bought themselves one too. They had tried it at their house. And it was a little tart um, with whatever they mixed it with. Yeah. You have to do it with like a clear bubbly or something like clear liquor of some sort. Yeah. Um, just so you can see the color. Otherwise, it will mess up the color. And so I decided to go and get some bubbly Moscato, mm-hmm. and it just happened to be cupcake because that's what I found at Cheapo, the grocery store. but it was yeah, good. It was good cheap because we weren't gonna like you know go go bigger go home with uh, expensive bubbly if it didn't work, and it was delicious. Yeah, so good. definitely recommend it. Um, and, and we've just been doing some. Um, Cocktails. Trying some variations on old fashions and Manhattans. Uh, yeah. So. You guys had great cocktails when we went out to dinner the other night. Yeah, we went to um, the West End uh, bar, bistro. bar or bistro. What? No, uh, West. Yeah, bar and grill or whatever in Percival. And uh, the the woman that was serving us was also the bartender and made both a good old fashioned and a good Manhattan. Yeah. And then I bought a bottle of um, Glenfiddich scotch just to try. I had had that before, and it's not as peaty as some of the other scotches, and it's yeah. tasty. Well, and my mother and my father and I went. You actually stayed behind, but yeah, we had stuff. I was um, working stuff here. We went to a couple of vineyards. So I went to Hillsborough Vineyard mm-hmm. in Hillsborough. Hillsborough is near where we live. Yeah, and it was fabulous, pretty, very nice. Um, and then we went to. Bro, the next day. B R E A X. Yeah. Um. So I like smaller venues. I'm sure a lot of people like this one, but it was very, very grand. Um. But it was nice. We sat on the patio, and then we went to a little one down the street called Twisted Posts, who was really, really good, and I really, really liked them. Yeah. So. So much more my speed. A little smaller. I have a, a couple quaint. bottles here. I haven't tried. Either of yeah, those. Yeah, so. we brought it back for him. Yeah. Because so, he couldn't join us. Um, so that was good for the, the you know, I, I laughed. I said to my parents, you're actually exploring more of this area than we have. Yeah, we've just not gotten we just out as widely. And we actually have a bunch of um, wine club memberships that we're going to probably close. Yeah, we're just so not we going to s- enough. We're we not want to try to, some of the new Yeah, we need to ones. try some of the new ones. Some so. we'll keep. We'll keep. Yeah. Pers- Piermond uh, and then yeah. um, the e- Echelon where we get we talked about last time yeah. with the get a lot of the South American wines. Yeah. So, and then as for the poultry, there's nothing really to report. No, we talked about yeah last episode which we uh, listened to again covers everything. Pat and Henrietta yeah. are just carrying on good. Carrying and- on. Yeah. And then the putty cats. The only thing I need to really do is wrangle them up to get their rabies shots. I'm getting a little nervous that they. They need that, um, so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to commit to wrangling them and either going to a low cost rabies 
shot clinic or maybe the, the uh, horse maybe vet. I can get Sally if I put it you yeah. know everything ahead of time and then um, one of the things that we did for our anniversary is we bought a tent oh yeah I forgot about that and it was like we were, when we bought it we were gonna uh, camp out and then it was really hot and it's like well we don't need to do it this weekend <laughs> we're old so then uh, <laughs> last weekend when Kelly's parents were here the one night was cool so and we- camped out close to the barn because I wanted a bathroom. Yeah. I'll be honest, everyone. Eventually I, we'll, I need to glamp. I don't need to camp. We'll, we'll eventually expand out. Maybe, as long as there's a, a, a porta potty in the, yeah. the process. Um, but we did. But it was uncomfortable, I'm going to admit. Super uncomfortable. The ground was hard. Yeah, we well, can get that fixed with like <laughs> uh, camping uh, air mattresses. Uh-huh. Okay. But the interesting thing is like... The uh, noise. We were camping like... There's a, a cow, cattle farm uh, over on Featherbed Lane on the back end of our property. And, like, we'll hear the cows periodically <laughs> mooing. But like, when we went to bed from, like, 10 o'clock <laughs> they were until, having a mooing party. till like, 2. It was, yeah. like, c- continual mooing. And, and then... Our other neighbors have horses, and there was, like, a stampede and they, over there and they a donkey. Keep, they keep their horses out all night, whereas we bring ours in. But they, they're on the other side of our property. And yeah, it was like three o'clock in the morning and we hear this stampede of horses and then we hear this donkey brain. Yeah, and we're like, is the donkey okay? I was like, I don't understand. He sounds like, like he's hurt. So talk about that. Like um, folks will put a donkey out with the horses to protect because the donkey will be aggressive towards any predators, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we think there was some type of predator that came in and the donkey went after it. But then the donkey was making some odd noises like... At first, we thought it might have gotten injured, but eventually it, it stopped. It might have just been like worked up. And I heard it yesterday, so yeah. I, I know that it's not like injured. It like didn't die. Yeah, that would be my thing. But it's kind of like when it. And then there was all these other weird noises that we weren't able to identify. Yeah. And it wasn't a very peaceful night's sleep. I'm just gonna put that out there. Not very peaceful. At I, all. I liked it. It was just fine. <laughs> you said it was not. It was, no, a good I, I said sleep. the the. Guys, he's he's making stuff. I said the the ground was hard and the animals all night, but otherwise it was fun. Fun came, and I told you that. I told you it was fun. So. Yeah, so I don't Anything know. Anything else? Uh, yeah, we got the logo for the barn. Oh, yeah. So uh, we'll put that up on the website. Yeah, um, soon. And Maybe uh, we mentioned it before. I couldn't remember, but I just thought I'd say it again, is that um, it was a really... Yeah. Um, good experience, and we're gonna you, you worked with some like uh, Ek, Lily. Ek. Put put you in touch with them. Yeah, like they were. Um, so you you work with them. Uh, I think the comp the artist is out in California. You no, just, no, oh, Arkansas. Arkansas, <laughs> big difference there. Ek, um, it's EQ Graphics. EQ Graphics. So. Uh, you work with a woman and tell her what you're looking for and what your themes are and the name of your farm. And, yeah. And then she's, she takes a, a few days and puts a design yeah. together and then you can like tweak it. Yep, which we did. Yeah. And she was very, very flexible yeah. on that tweaking because um, originally, because it's Flocks Blue Moon Farm. 
Yeah. And so she... She wanted the flocks in there. We wanted the horses in there. And we wanted the the blue moon concept. Concept. And so she had actually done one with a full moon, but then made it a half moon. And then Kevin saw the half moon didn't like... It was a crescent moon, actually. The balance was off. And and he he thought the balance was off. Yeah. And so did your mom. Well... And, and then we... It was like a split, 50-50 split. Yeah. Some people liked it. Some people liked the... You so liked it. I did. And you had like two votes, and your mom and I liked the other one. And... Yeah, so you had two votes. So it was a 50-50 split. So anyways, long story short, yeah. she was super flexible. So she gave us the other one as well with the, the moon, the full moon. And um, she used kind of the concept of my first horse, which we've talked about. And it, yeah, because the Flux Blue Moon, other name for it is Sweet William. Wild Sweet William. Wild Sweet William, which her first horse was William. So Yeah. And so she had sent a picture of William um, to, her. to her. And we didn't want the kind of, we thought it might be a little cliche just putting the horse in like a silhouette in front of the moon. So the way she did it, it's really yeah, nice. Yeah, it is really. It's simple. And that was the other thing. I just told her I wanted it to be very simple. So we'll put it up on the website. Yeah, we'll put it on the website soon. So that's about it. Yep. I think we cool. had a full packed day. Yeah. All right, everyone. Well, thank you for your time. Thank and you And we will chat with you at some point in the future because we're not going to make any promises yeah, this time. Yeah, exactly. Bye, all. Bye.